that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Well, hello, everybody. I hope that you guys are having a great day. And uh, today we're going to do part two on why the Declaration of Independence matters. Uh, this part is going to be more so focusing on the list of grievances from then and now. And we're going to talk about the resolution for independence then. And then what we can do as a resolution now, uh, today. Now, I want to really quickly point out something. The Declaration of Independence is a document. I, I meant to say this yesterday, but I forgot. The Declaration of Independence, people like to argue that it isn't a law-abiding uh, document, but it's our first founding document. It was signed by the Continental Congress, which was the Congress before we, you know, we declared independence. So it is a legal document that we can actually use um, as a solution to this tyrannical problem we're having now. So let's get into a little bit here. Thomas Jefferson, uh, when he wrote this, he wrote this for uh, three different audiences. The audiences were here, the people in America, the colonists, uh, for King George III, and for the other countries so, you know, they would recognize them as an independent country. Now, Jefferson listed 27 complaints against King George uh, to constitute the proof of the right to rebellion. Okay. Congress cast the causes that impel them to separation and universal terms for an international audience. Hence, one of the reasons why I said um, that it was written in the first place. And um, join our fight is what it tells people across the globe. Read sub um, subtext and join humankind's uh, fight against tyranny. Now, when it comes to United States of America, I think this might be the easiest part of typing up uh, the Declaration of Independence uh, against the Democrat and Republican Party. They have committed so many grievances. They've actually, in my opinion, are actually, um, they should be deemed as uh, domestic terrorists in this country. They may be considered terrorists across the globe, you know, stealing gold from Libya, doing things um, illegally across and stealing from other people in other countries, claiming they're there to help them and do things to them while they're injecting them in, with diseases and killing them and taking their their property and their, their um, minerals and all their valuable resources in their country. So 
I have a lot of list of grievances, and we can go on and on about that. But if you're here listening tonight, I would like you to, to go ahead and come up and add some things on. I'm going to have my list here of things to go over grievances. And then the next piece we're going to do is talk about the resolution of the, of the Declaration of Independence. Um, let me put, let me go to my description section real quick. I put the resolution of independence. The most important and dramatic statement comes near the end of the Declaration of Independence. And that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states. It declares a complete breakup with Britain and its king and claims the power of an independent country. And I am excited for us to get our own going on because the biggest problem in this country is the political parties. Like I've been, I'll say this over and over again, Democrat Republican Party, they rule. They rule. They make the rules. They enforce the rules. And they interpret the rules however they want to. That's our three branches of government. They're in all three branches at all levels. And we're being ruled by the Democrat Republican Party. So... A big way we can solve a lot of our issues if we just get rid of them. The whole party system all together, but they're the ones ruling. So they're the, they're going to be the main focus, and they're the ones who committed heinous crimes to American citizens and the people abroad. So, without further ado, let me check the comments real quick. Peace, everyone. Hey, beloved. Hey, hey, Cole. Hey, John Wanderers. Soul and Just and one other. Um, grievances. What's crazy is Jefferson is my ancestor. Wait a minute, beloved. You're going to have to come up here and talk about that. Is Sally? Are you related to Sally? Let me, well, let me find out, beloved. <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's pretty, it is pretty badass. I don't know how to feel. I think that you should get whatever you're supposed to get for being um, a descendant of him, beloved, and use it to help this fight any way that you can. Um, to get your story out, man, we love that so cool. I would, if you do, if you do have a chance, to come up, please come up. I'm interested to hear about this more. Um, real quick, clearly, uh, you have your head very well on your shoulders. That's good, jeans. Oh, <laughs> all right, I'll get out of the comments real quick, um, and we'll go ahead and get into some of these grievances. But before we do, I'll go ahead and let Cole come up, and then. We can take turns if you want to going over grievances because this is like we can all talk about it. This this can be tonight kind of our political therapy. So, Cole, go ahead and drop a, a grievance or two. We're going to come back to me. And if anyone else wants to come up and add some grievances, even better. It's kind of a sense us verbally signing this together by listing our grievances. Isn't that great? All right, Cole. Give me a grievance or two, please. And then I'm going to go after you. Wait, 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 wait. Let me define something for y'all real quick for listeners. So when we're talking about the, we were defining abuses and uh, usurpations. I'm saying it wrong. Usurpations. And I hear it all the time. Forgive me. Uh, We're talking about the phrase, a long train of abuses and usurpations, refers to the king's continuous violation of the colonists' rights. Now, we're just going to replace the word king and put the Democrat and Republican, the Democratic and Republic Party. That's what they are for real now. So that's what we're going to We should really start coining that. We're going to call them the Democratic Republic, uh, Republican Party 
because they it's come back and they're pretending like we're voting between the different party, but it's the same. Um, so I just want to make sure we, we define what that means because sometimes people are trolly and, and can be like, oh, well, do, do they even know what that means? Uh, yes, we're just going to replace the word king with our rulers here, Democrat, Republican, and we're not necessarily uh, colonists. We are American citizens in this country and we do have these rights. But Cole, go ahead and give us uh, a grievance or two that we can put on the list so we can declare our independence away from the Democrat and Republican Party. First off, people got a amount of money to run for office and everything like that. So that is a number one issue that we got to narrow down anybody should run for office and no matter if you're rich or poor and stuff and because it doesn't matter to people that you know and we got to be that system out first and I don't think that will take a couple of lessons to, to figure out. And how can the Democrats get a recount, but not the Republicans? Because Georgia did a Democratic recount. And South Carolina did, but the Republicans did not do a recount. A paper count. And a thing that I realized, somebody in Georgia went to third place to first place during the Henry count. Is that weird? Is that deviation? No, it is not weird, but you know, like I said, that just it sounds like uh you know the party on party crime uh, situation where they're both uh cheating Either way, when they, for me, when I'm watching them cheat each other, I mean, they're just cheating each other. Uh, I, we're, we're not a part of the system. We're not a part of the Democrat Republican club. When they win, they win. When we win, we'll win. We're, I, I need us to separate the fact that a win for the Democrat or a win for Republican is not a win for you. So that's not necessarily something I'm going to list as a crime, but the crime is the fact that they are rigging these elections. You can't just decide and put whoever you want in there. We have elections for us, not them. Not, not selections, elections. We need elections, not selections. That's why we need paper ballots. Yes, I think we should definitely have hemp paper ballots. 
Don't need them crying about, oh, if we have paper ballots again, we're going to kill more trees. You know what? Let's compromise because that's what we do as adults here. Let's go ahead and use hemp paper to vote. One vote for American citizens. No one else. So, Cole, I appreciate you. Let me get John on here next, okay? Thank you. One moment. Hey, John, let's see how many of my crimes you're going to list before I can list them. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) you know, um, the ones that that, that stand out to me, and you know, the the grievances, weren't those done by by different groups throughout the country at different times? Like Massachusetts was pretty active in establishing a lot of these grievances, I think, right? Did Jefferson just combine all that? Or I I didn't know what you were, what you meant. No, Jefferson... Jefferson is the one that, that he was the most popular in Congress at the time. And yeah. they, he was, the, I guess, the best writer, um, according to the, the, the storyline, the folklore, if you want to call it. Um, so he okay. got the task of writing it. It took him about three days to write. Um, yeah. People did were able to add their input, um, you know, to get all the grievances and everything like that. But he authored it, and then everyone signed it. And it was... Um, 56 signers, I believe. Don't have me lying. Let me double check. Um, how many folks signed? You'd see, that the- you'd see stuff where, like, the citizens of Massachusetts would, you know, put together a grievance, for example, or, or something, you know. Like Boston, you know, was, uh, I think, pretty active. You know, like the mm-hmm. one I was going to cite was, like, Grievance 18, uh, you know, Grievance for Depriving us in many cases, you know, the benefit of a, tr- a jury trial. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those functionaries were driven from Boston in 1768, I think. Where there, were, there were 56, by the way. Violation. John, what? Th- there were 56, by the way. What? There were there- 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I got that. Yeah. No, I said there were 27 grievances, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, trial by jury, you know, grievance 18, I think, you know, all of them are, are, are pretty important, but, uh, uh, you know, grievance too, you know, forbidden governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended Mm -hmm. in their operation, uh, until, uh, you know, the sense will be obtained. And, and, and yeah, I mean, all of these are pretty well done. I mean, I, they were they were all like you said. I mean, these were all against the decisions of an action of King George. I think it was George the Third, right, of Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Anyway, you know, I, I think the presidents such as the Magna Carta and the Bill of Rights, sixteen eighty nine, established the principle. I think, like you said, the king was not to interfere with correct rights of Englishmen. I guess the way it was termed at the time you know, held by the people. So uh, basically it was just to get the crown out of their lives, basically, I think. But, uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting when you look at all the grievances, you know. Um, and I, I just cited those two, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot of them you can get into, I think, that are pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there, yeah there's, there's some pretty interesting ones. And... Um, I, I think one of them right now that's pretty significant, if you think about it, uh, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world. Yeah. And if you think about what's going on right now, 
uh, not necessarily cutting off trade for all parts of the world, but they're using um, they're they're trying to tear down America's economy by manipulating what's shipping and everything like that coming in out of America or trying to um, provoke a war with Russia by placing their sanctions. But yeah, for and, what reasons? Yeah, and, and, you know, that ties into, I think, Grievance 22, where, you know, for suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves, being the crown, uh, mm-hmm. you know, invested with power to legislate people of America in all cases whatsoever. And and that was one of the grievances, I think, too, that was pretty sad. But yeah, I mean, it was just people just wanted to get the crown out of out of their lives. And it's kind of like what we're going through right now with our own government, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, don't go. Uh, I, I want to pull up one more. I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up. You, but you, you, uh, you got me today. Um, that uh, he was constraining um, the citizens um, being able to bear arms in their yeah. country. Yeah. And then he, here we are again. Um, one more other piece that I want I would like to add to, because uh, like I said, I'm, this is like a 45 hour long show. I can't list all the grievances, but I will put the Declaration of oh. Independence in the comment section. But um, the, the last one that's listed on here um that's like not the last one, but it's it's one of this list on here. I'm sorry. Uh, he was excited domestic insurrections among us and has yeah. endeavored to bring on inhabitants of our frontiers and the merciless Indian savages whose known role of warfare is an undistinguished destru- uh, destruction of all ages, sexes and conditions. So when, when we're looking at these different insurrections and things like that, uh, that they're, so, you know, with the loyalties, they were able to get some um, people who had, were slaves and say, we promise you if you go with us and you'll be free. I'm sure, quite sure they promised certain treaties with Native Americans so they could help find allies or on the soil of America to take on the patriots. Um, so yeah, that- when the patriots are, go ahead. No, I was going to say that was led to by, I think, the 25th grievance, right, where you know, Americans were, the 13 colonies were, like, outraged by the hiring of German soldiers at the time against the 13 colonies. And I think they said, uh, let's see, at this time, transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstance of cruel cruelty and perfidy, scarcity paralleled in most barbarous ages and so on. So, yeah. It's, it's funny how they kind of lead to that. But, you know, the, the whole right to bear arms is like the cornerstone of all this. And and uh, I'm just afraid if I get into that one, I'm going to go on a rant. So, Because <laughs> you know how I've been. I mean, I, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to stay a little calm. <laughs> I mean, it's all we can really do, to be honest. Yeah. And I think another cool thing about this discussion, guys, uh, January uh 4th, 4th of July is coming up here really soon. And a lot of people celebrate. We have time with their family. We're barbecuing. We're eating. And a lot of times we're not really just thinking about anything outside of that. And and especially, I, I don't know how, is anyone really excited to celebrate the 4th of July this year with uh, the past couple of years with inflation and uh, price of everything going up? 
um, shortages on things we need for our households, um, unemployment rates not being so great, um, and the price of, I'm sorry, but like inflation on gas, it has a lot of different things it affects besides, you know, people filling up their tanks and going to work. It's a part of it being more expensive to ship your goods or your, or, um, to ship your goods and things. It all affects the supply chain heavily. Yes. You know, like Biden was complaining about these seven, what do you say, or nine maritime com- country companies, excuse me, that basically control everything and how they've just up, you know, by, you know, he, he used this outrageous percentage, which wasn't accurate. But, but I mean, he doesn't realize that, you know, they all use this bunker fuel and that's been just skyrocketing in price. And it's, and it is going to get worse because they are uh, doing more to shut down pipelines and, I, you know, it's just insane what's going on. I, I, um, I, I don't know. And you know, the 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 big benefactor of all of this, you know, like we're we're doing these sanctions against Russia, but the big benefactor in all of this is Russia. I mean, the ruble's at an all time high. They're they're, uh, uh, you know, they're at a they're at a surplus. Their surplus is at an all time high. I mean, they're they're doing great right now. <laughs> it's so it's just amazing. The ones that are being hurt are us. Yes, yeah, so, I don't want to get off. Oh. I don't want to get off point off the grievances, but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So no, you're fine. Um, I want to go ahead and list some of the grievances we have here going on in this country uh, with the Democrat and Republican Party. Um, I'm going to point out the one that's pretty obvious uh, that we have members of Congress, um, elected officials across the board, um, who take oaths. We, um, our police force, those people take oaths. Our military um, personnel, they take oaths. And it's like uh, just someone repeating a saying or something because they're not upholding those oaths at all. It's like, what what did you think that oath was for? Um, you said it was supposed to be for the U.S. Constitution, but your actions are showing something different. These people have repeatedly broken their oath of office. Um, it's intentional. And they also they they also purposely label America as a democracy when it's not a democracy at all. It's a constitutional federal republic, for short, constitutional republic. For even shorter, I guess you can say republic. But we are not a democracy. And and um, so, going back to the pieces of our oath, each branch of government has an oath to keep. Like I said, why it's so important that it is the Democrat and Republican parties we're focusing on, they're the ones in each of those branches of government at every level. So that's why this grievance is being going towards them. They are our current rulers at the time. They're the ones that we're seeking to declare independence from. We're not going to, uh, the goal isn't to change our government system or get rid of it. I just want it to go back the way it's supposed to be, restore the republic. Um, they're trying to make it a democracy. Now, one thing I'm, I'm also uh, very concerned about is the fact that um, the value of our dollar has been dropping. It is illegal to print counterfeit money, but yet the government gets away with printing counterfeit money. That is a heavy felony for American citizens if they decide to, you know, start their own money laundering business or creating their money and then laundering it through their whatever companies. Then we have the government doing so, printing money out. Well, we're not supposed that to they don't have. Yeah. Right, yeah. that we don't have. It's supposed to have a, a. It's supposed to be matched the gold value, and then you're they're sitting here writing checks and money laundering and bills, and Congress 
writing bills, and sending money to other places overseas, laundering it the way they want to. That's illegal. Us getting into wars, we're not supposed to be getting in wars. We're not supposed to be um, this whole, they're not having foreign influence. If you're going to have an ally, then why are our allies not the same as America? Our ally needs to be a constitutional republic. And the only other country that I've seen with that kind of government is Iceland. And they're not necessarily running like a constitutional republic either. It seems like a lot of governments have been infiltrated by uh, some world globalist leaders who are trying to do, trying to take over the world. But we don't, we don't partner up with communist China, socialist Russia. We don't partner up with a monarchy. We left them. So that in itself, you're not supposed to do any of those things that do not benefit the American people. Giving jobs to people overseas to take away jobs from American citizens, that is not what the forefathers had in mind when, when they were putting this constitution together to protect people. This is supposed to be the land of opportunity. So why is it that a land of opportunity where having companies have job openings in the Philippines, in India, wherever else, those jobs are supposed to be here in America. And people have gotten really greedy. And the government has allowed it. Uh, hey, Donnie, you know, self-government, uh-huh. self-government was at the heart of the founding fathers' concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was driven by each time, you know, that uh, King George refused to ratify any colonial legislation that, you know, Americans felt was best for them. You know, he intensified that concern. And uh, the first grievance was was were started because it's, it's extremely important as uh, some colonies passed measures intended to show, to slow, excuse me, the pace of slavery, for example. That's what, that's what the first grievance was all about. And, uh, you know, anytime such laws were introduced by local assemblies, they were routinely vetoed by the Board of Trade, Secretary of State, and King George. And, and you know, that was the first grievance. That's what started the whole listing uh, thereafter, right? So. Absolutely. I'm sorry about that. You know, I was going to say something to what you were just saying, and I lost my train of thought. Sorry. But, (laughs) no, 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 no. You're you're absolutely fine. Um, Because I was going to pivot off what you were saying, and then I was listening, and that's what happens when you listen, right? So, let me uh, add just on here. I'm not going to kick you off if you want to come back on, but let me add just real quick um, so they can give um, their opinion. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to say. Hold on a second. Oh, I did. I dare go again. I kicked you off. You want to come back up? Sorry. Go ahead and come back. Hey, Jess, do you have any grievances you would like to add to the list? Just. Oh, no. Uh, if you've never uh, used Colin on the very far right-hand corner, there's a mic. There you go. Okay. How about now? Oh, I sure can hear you. Sound great. <sighs> Sorry, I'm not used to this app, so I'm still nav- learning how to navigate it. I apologize. Oh, no um, worries. Yes, I um, I was looking in Frederick Bastiat's The Law. He, he made an interesting comment and I was hoping to find it so that he could phrase my thought better for me 
but um, I couldn't find it in time. But in um, in that that book he wrote, Frederick Bastiat, I think he wrote it in 1850. He was discussing, um, you know, the the morals of, of lawful government when a government was good or bad, and doing kind of interesting uh, approach, not quite as flowery as our Declaration of Independence. But he made one point that I thought was significant, that the way to ascertain if a law was moral or immoral is ask if the government permits a private citizen to do it. And if the government prohibits this thing, then it is immoral for government herself to do it. Mm-hmm. So that would be my grievance. I don't want the government engaging in an action that would be illegal for me to engage in. And if you think about how our system is supposed to be set up, um, it's based on the premise that we're, we're divine creations, we're endowed by our creator with inalienable rights, that to secure these rights, we institute government. And that phrase, oh, man, just, just, government, it means we create I know you're about to speak some and facts. And delegate to the just, government. Just... Hey, yes. just I can your your uh, connections going in and out. Yes, I would love to hear what you have to say. If you could do me a oh, favor, uh, try that again, and if it messes up again, leave and come back, and I'll pull you right back up. Okay. Okay. You sound fine um, right now. So go is ahead. Is this any better? Is this? Yeah. You sound fine okay. right now. Go ahead. Well. Okay, don't move from this position. This is like watching television in the 1970s when you had rabbit ears. <laughs> yeah, the and antenna sitting like, one way. Yeah, yeah, someone had to grab the antenna and fill it. Don't move, you know. We can see Star Trek now. But um, Absolutely. Yeah. So my grievance, and sorry to be so long-winded, but I'm not quite sure how to express it, but that notion that if something is illegal for me as a private citizen to do, uh, it cannot be possible for me to then delegate that action to the government. I, mean, I you know, the government's supposed to be my servant, and my servant can do can do whatever I delegate, you know, to my my government to do. But it has to be something over which th- that I can do myself. I can, if I want, cut the grass in my front yard because it's my grass. I, therefore, mm-hmm. I can delegate that job. To someone else, that's completely within my right. I, however, don't have the right to dictate the the condition of your grass on your front yard. I can't cut it whenever I want, and therefore I can't hire somebody to cut your grass for you. So I can't delegate to the government a, a, a duty that I don't possess myself. And so Absolutely that's what I would, right. I would like to find a way of expressing that as a grievance, but I haven't figured out how to word it. Let me let me take a little a snap at it for you. So our our Constitution was created to protect us from our government in the first place. Correct. So therefore, when the government creates laws so they can infringe on our rights, they already are breaking Mm -hmm. their oaths. So I I think the simple way to put it is that the those the constitutional uh, our Constitution. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Our constitutional rights. We're not mm-hmm. for the government to control and rule over us. It was to keep them in line. That, yes. In the first However, place. it's the mere act of creating a government is an act of delegation. I mean, you, you do 
want to have some kind of government. The founding fathers you know, right. recognized it was a necessary evil. But the, the Declaration, especially the Bill of Rights, they were very concerned what's going to happen to this Frankenstein monster that they're creating. <laughs> Um, and and they're, it's written in, in you know, numerous times in their personal letters and in their public pronouncements. This thing can get out of hand. This government we're creating can get too big and get out of hand. And they were really mm-hmm. expressing their confidence or perhaps their hope that their posterity would be up to the task of reigning in the government. And, boy, did we fail that one miserably. Hey, Jess, and I think that when in our Declaration of Independence on the solutions resolution piece of it, that should be included that we have um, strong consequences for people that attempt or try to infringe on our constitutional rights. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like there's enough consequences for it. And I think they should be very strict because then that would keep people away from doing it. And yes, we as a people have to hold them accountable for it. We, at the end of the day, if we as people consent to un- the unconstitutional laws and mm-hmm. they keep allowing them to write them, um, then we're going to we, we're losing our country. And at some point, we have to stand up and say, uh, that's not what the Constitution says. And if you don't quit, um, we're going to do something about it. And, and if we're going to be nice verbally, do it right now. But if it continues, I mean, how many more options do we have? Uh, especially, like I said, that both parties uh, rule all branches of government at all levels. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the parties and the lack of differences between them, you've made comments <laughs> in the past about uh, Republican being a Republican is not enough. They have to be a conservative Republican. And I was wondering oh. if if you or uh, knew anything about the uh, the recent uh, uh, con- Congress congressional candidate uh, who just flipped a Democrat seat to a Republican. Uh, I think oh, I've, I've heard. Yeah. yeah Maya, uh, no, Maya Flores. Do you know if she's like a real conservative or she's just a Republican? Um, so she won in Hidalgo County and Texas recently. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she told him herself on Twitter when she stated uh, her, her thank you to the elites like uh, Elon Musk and whatnot. Um, for her win. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think those kind of people, you're um, saying who helps you win. And for me, like I said, uh, I'm going to correct something real quick. Uh, right after the 2020 elections and everything, I I, I haven't, they didn't have a podcast yet, so you may have seen it on Twitter or, or Gab. Uh, I, yes, I was thinking yes, I'm more of a constitutional conservative. At this point, I'm an independent constitutionalist. There's uh, no party affiliation. Um, the Patriots fought. The Patriots mm-hmm. fought um, Washington, Jefferson. They fought so they can have independence from the crown and loyalists uh, supported the crown, which, I'm gonna, like I said, the crown here are the party. So I have no desire to support any party. The only person in Congress that I do like is Thomas Massey. Um, but I would really hope that in the future in this movement, he will uh, go independent or something and remove himself from the, the, that, that party. Yeah, it's it's hard to find anyone to support. Um, I'm not a I'm not a Republican fan at all. I used to be a libertarian <laughs> yeah. until until chaos. So 
Um, so I was like, I'm looking into the Constitution Party, if they're still around, um, seeing what other groups might be out there. But, I mean, it's it's kind of like being a wash in the middle of the ocean without a life raft. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be anything around for it. Yeah, you know what, though? That's a whole part of this movement is to bring a light to them. You know, I have we have a podcast and it's on, you know, this stuff that's being played on Spotify and Apple. Thanks to call in that automatically mm-hmm. streams over. And I believe they're working on Google podcasts as well. And they're on other platforms. If it's on Apple, it, it streams to other things, too. But okay. um, I want to get out and do a tour, you guys. And I'm, I'm, my goal is to start at the end of August and get the, going around and talking to people. There's no a political affiliation. It's a block party. It's a cookout. And anyone who comes is most likely going to be a good person that, to run for office. But my whole thing is, undercover. well, or well, an if, undercover they, if, they sneak, if they sneak in and, um, into my movement, I believe yeah. how we're trying to organically do this. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a little easier for us to spot them. There's been some people like, I don't necessarily think they're feds, but there are people that like to try to infiltrate and ruin something. But um, this movement is not sponsored or funded by any kind of GOP likes of right. other movements were or the Democrat movements like this is strictly grassroots it's just real grassroots and people standing up and along the way we'll find these candidates and as we all follow each other on all our social media platforms we, we show up to these podcasts even if we're tired um, if we are here um, if we go on the website uh, notpoliticalproperty.com you guys have an option to write your own blogs on my on my page because this is a community effort. This is not about Donnie. Um, it's about yeah. us. So I just put it in the, the chat. But I'm going to go ahead and get over to the next post, Jeff. Uh, next, okay. Oh, sorry. And then if you want to come back up, please go ahead and request. We've only It's only 37 minutes. Um, so <laughs> we're going to get to Philip and Soul in a second. But before I put them in over here, you guys, um, again, thank you, Jeff, so much for coming up. Um, we'll... Uh, if you want to come back, you definitely can. Okay, thank you. Uh huh. And I have sound effects, by the way. Thanks to Colin sitting in this software. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And I think this is the right button. But I'm going to remind you guys because I don't normally do this to make this easier. Funding is key. It costs money to use different softwares. It costs money to have um, Canva. It costs money to... I want to go on camera and see you guys and start talking to you there, too, on top of the podcast. So all these little things aren't free. It costs money. And I understand times are hard, right? Can't help. You can't help. You're here viewing. That right there is value enough. But y'all keep showing up. You're sharing information. All that helps. But here's my new sound effect to remind you guys that I'm on Cash App. Donnie04, and I'll put it here on my website. You can donate. You can go check it out. And Venmo is Donnie the Don. So I'll put those in here. But here's a sound effect I'll be playing in the future so you guys can hear that. Oh, wait. I have to hold down longer. That sounds quiet. Let me do that again. There you go. That's what I'll do to remind you guys because I forget myself. Um, Philip, let's go ahead and get you on over here. And I have a, a few, I have myself a quick few 10 abuses if no one covers them quite yet. I'll hint, hint, uh, 9-11 <laughs> that needs to be brought up on this show tonight. But, yes, Philip, please go ahead. How you guys doing? How you doing, little sis? You doing all right? 
Doing a-okay. I appreciate you. How's it sound? It's been a while since you've been here. You, you see it, what Colin did? Uh, <laughs> no kidding. You, you, you always sound amazing, but you sound even more amazing now. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. It, it, it's, a, it's a huge difference. No joke. Yeah. Um, so I was just listening to what you guys were saying. And um, I don't... I. Anybody who's thinking about what party they should go to, I just want to say this. How about you don't go to a party at all? Because our country was not structured for any type of party system whatsoever. Um, the Constitution wasn't written for that. Nothing was structured for that. All that, all that you should ever um, worry about is voting for the individual, no matter what that, that position may be. Um, then you don't have to worry about voting for a party, which is nothing but a corporation anyway. And for the ones of you that don't know me, I am a presidential candidate for 2024. So I do understand the FEC and how the FEC is structured and how the Republican and Democrat Party actually is a, um, a corporation, legitimate corporation. Um, and as far as the person who I asked about the lady in Hildago County, I live in Hildago County. She's about as much as a Republican as Joe Biden. Um, and the Republican Party knows it. And the Republican Party does not care. Um, when I was running for state senator as a Republican before I dropped out and, and became a presidential candidate and left the Republican Party and left all parties, um, when I found out just how corrupt they were and how they're exactly the same, I took a lot of information to the state capitol, and, and that name was one of the many names. And later on in my candidacy, it, I'll come out with it. But the Republican Party told me point blank, we don't care. All we care is we turn the map red. They don't care about us. All they care about is winning. All they care about is the color of that map. All they mm -hmm. care about is how much money they can get in. The quicker that we wake up and we realize that, and become patriots instead of loyal, loyal, I can't say the word. Loyalist. Yeah, loyalist. <laughs> loyalist, the better off we're going to be. Be loyal to your country if you're going to be loyal to something. Do not be loyal to a party. Mm -hmm. Okay. Our forefathers, whether you agreed with everything they done or not, they structured a country which became the most powerful country in the world. Okay. Even broken, we are still the most powerful. Okay. The reason we are still the most powerful is because of the American people. Stop looking at your brothers and sisters by whether or not they have a D or an R next to their name. Okay. Republicans have more conservative values, but the Republican Party is not conservative. Democrats have more leftist values, if you want to call them that. But at the end of the day, we're still all the same. And we have to come to an understanding that the reason why certain people believe they believe the way they do is they have been taught or brainwashed or however you want to say it to believe that that way is right. Okay? We have to educate one another, like what Miss Miss Donnie here is doing. We have to educate one another so we so the masses will have an understanding about what's really going on. 
So I'll, I want to plug Donnie here for a second. I know that I'm a little bit off topic from what you guys are talking about, but she's doing a wonderful thing. And hit that money, hit that cha-ching, Donnie. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Listen, this is not free. It costs. Trust me, I know. It costs a lot. We got to help her out. We have to get out there to the masses. We have to educate. Okay? No more hate. Let's just educate. That's what we have to do. And quit looking for a party. Parties are not the answer. Parties are the problem. Corporations are the problem. Let's get this country back to its original form. Let's get back to the original Constitution. Let's get back to the original Bill of Rights. And let's wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and be proud that we're American. Be proud that we got brothers and sisters. Let's just be a proud country like we're supposed to be. Because if America's doing good, the world's doing good. And that's all I wanted to say. You know, I want to attack some things you've said there. Honestly, it's a blessing to live in the United States of America and and, and not any other country. I I remember learning about different countries as a kid and the oppressions in other countries and uh, women having to cover their face and hair in other countries or or being beaten or lying or destroying their genitalia. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful to be here in this country and not somewhere else as a woman. And now people, t- people take that for granted. And, and they can go out butt naked and throw blood all over their bodies. And, and, and that's demonstrating. That's activism. What are you fighting for? You can do that in America. It looks crazy as hell. But you can do it here in America, apparently. You know, being butt naked in the streets, you know, don't fake blood on yourself. So another thing that I want to uh, point out, if you are not really active locally in your local elections and you didn't really work with the GOP or the DNC uh, or knock doors for anyone, you may not know this. But also having the party system, if, if what everything else we said doesn't work, a lot of people get turned off by privacy issues. You do realize that your state government has a list of how you voted for in the past, who you voted in primaries. And that's how people decide if they're going to knock on your door or not and ask you to vote for somebody. Oh, you're a Republican voter? Okay. You voted in the Republican primaries? Oh, you donated to Republicans? I feel comfortable knocking on your door and making sure you vote for my guy. Same thing with the DNC. You wondering how people get your phone numbers? How they know how to knock on your door and ask you if uh, you, you or your husband or if your grandma lives there? They know all and everyone in the household who's voted there. Your information is out there for anybody, and anybody running a campaign can give a list of those people with your name and your address and possibly your phone number, and they're using it and putting in apps to keep track of who's knocking on your door. If you are not out there actively fighting and knocking on doors for people's campaigns, you may not know that. Why is it a lot of people are very secretive about how they vote, but everyone who's knocking on doors pretty much knows how you voted? In your primaries, in Texas, I'm going to say primaries. I don't know how other states work, but I do know for a fact that they have a list, and that's how they know who to send them. Oh, and those mailers you're getting in the mail, have you noticed it's kind of targeted? Yeah, it's because they know your personal information. It's kind of like you don't like Facebook having your data, but the state's giving your data to these two parties. So they can go knock on your door, or anybody running for office, for that matter, they can get the information and the data. Philip, uh, you know about that, right? He fell off before I could answer. 
asked the question. Oh, wait, he's back. He probably pushed the wrong button. Oh, I tried to add you, Philip. Hold on, Sol. One, one second, Sol. So I messed up. Come back up. Sorry. Come back up. Philip, go ahead. Sorry. I hit the wrong button. Sorry. <laughs> they put the buttons too close together. Why is the hang up right next to the speak? Um, so another thing that I'd like to say, you mentioned primaries. I want people to understand that the primaries is just smoke and mirrors. It's just a dog and pony show. They've already decided. The parties have already decided who's going to win the primary. That's just their way of making you think that you've got some control. The same way as using that word democracy, which it's so crazy. I have this argument with so many people, and and we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. We have never been a democracy. We will never be a democracy. And the fact that you hear both parties spouting out that democracy, 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 it's because they want you to think you have the power when you really don't. They want a democracy, and a democracy is where they give you things to choose from, and you pick them. A constitutional republic is where the people tell them what to do, period. And if you continue, if the American people continue with this, letting them get away with this democracy crap, it's going to, first step democracy, second step socialism, third step's communism. That is the way it is going. So we have to wake up. So, you gotta what's wake your, up. so what are your thoughts real quick on the fact that your personal information, your address, that information is available to people who go knock your doors so they can figure out um, if you're going to be someone they want to talk to to vote or not. Like that information's public and people are under the impression I, it's not. Well, you it, probably it, don't know this unless you've knocked on doors before. Well, I mean, I know it, but I know you, you do. Know, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that that information is public. You know, that's mm-hmm. one other reason why we need to keep our Second Amendment. That way somebody comes knocking on your door that you don't want knocking on your door, you can take care of it. But anyway, um, so, yeah, it, it's um, it's horrible. They shouldn't they shouldn't be allowed to get up, give out that information. It absolutely should not be allowed to get out, give out that information. Um, it is a violation of our privacy. Period. And it's the same way your phone numbers and stuff. How many people here get, gets robocalls from if you vote mm-hmm. Republican, from Republican parties or Democrat? So they give out your information. That's not right. If they're giving that out and they're putting it in a system, that means other countries that, that our politicians are in bed with have access to your information. And creating the software they're using, too. Absolutely. And that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing at all. But I can tell you how to solve that. Don't vote during a primary because what's the point? There's no independent running in a primary anyway, unless there is. Then you go vote for that independent. Wait till the runoff and you go vote for an independent. And wait till after the primary. And if the person that, that, that won the primary is someone that you did not want to win, here's what you do. You go to the runoff and you write their name in. You, we have we have to we have to be smart at beating these corrupt a holes. We we have yeah. to be smart. We have to be smarter than they are, and and a lot of people they don't understand how to beat them because we they don't know their rights. We've got to get back to knowing our rights. It's it's not hard. It's not hard at all. Um, 
solutions are only hard if we make them. Okay, mm-hmm. if we make them hard. We cannot keep continue making things hard on ourselves. We have to just see things for what they are, use a little bit of common sense, know our rights, and take care of our country and our people. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Thank you so, so very much. And let's go over to Seoul real quick. And I'm going to go over these other abuses, you know, since 9-11. But if Seoul uh, touches or, or hits some of those, I'll skip over some of them. But uh, I appreciate you guys very much. Make sure you all check out Philip. He is running as the independent constitutionalist for President of the United States. And so here we go. Hey, Donnie. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. I've missed you. Where have you been? (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I missed you too. Uh, Just busy with stuff around the house and stuff. (laughs) Glad you're back. Go ahead. No, thank you. Thank you. I really don't know how to put this into words very uh, well today, but um, one of the grievances I can think of is um, that law that the left trusts to say that um, uh, Obama really didn't sign into law, which I really think he did, was that, I forget what it's called, there's a law where he quietly he quietly uh, signed into law where, um, you know, they can use, or I think it's the media can use propaganda to sway us, or the government um, can use propaganda to, you know, persuade us and stuff like that. Um, I think it's real because otherwise the media wouldn't be able to get away with all the stuff that they've been doing. Um, but that also goes for the government. So they're one and the same, but um, that's just one of the things I can think of. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's a good point too. And then uh, is there any other ones you had too? These are just ones that are like um, things that are, like uh, current events and stuff, right? These aren't like personal ones, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, in general. Mm-hmm. It can be no. personal. Honestly, all these are personal because if they use them against you, it's personal. Uh, the, when they use unconstitutional laws, it's, you know, so just if it pertains to you personally, that you're going to be, it's going to be easier for you to articulate that. But it's, it's in general, you know, whatever crosses your minds, if you think about our constitutional rights and our laws and uh, which of those um, the government has abused. Um, um, I, here, here, how about this too, Sol? Say, like, for example, um, America has abolished slavery. It, it's, it, you're not supposed to have slavery here. Um, but we're, our companies are allowed to um, have near slavery or close to darn, darn close to slavery with other companies like Nike and other countries. That That's illegal. And then why do these companies still exist if they're partaking in things like that? The... Um, now, like, you know, the fact, too, people are, in a sense, we're kind of slaves here. We're working for monopoly money. It's not real money. So we're working in for free for the most part. And then these things, these objects we buy are supposed to look like that we're not slaves. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually very true. Um, you know, what's funny about that last example you gave is... Um, you know, the people in China, they're, they work, they're just like us in a way to where, you know, they don't get paid much hourly for the work that they do. Um, and, you know, in China, a lot of the um, women there tend to work in factories where they're making our designer handbags. Um, and next door, maybe down the street from the same factories, are factories uh, that make the knockoff stuff. Um, and that's actually the stuff that the locals buy. They don't buy the name brand. Um, if they do buy mm-hmm. name brand, they come to America and go to the outlets for it. They don't go to the retail store. They go to the outlet. Um, mm-hmm. and the outlet is like retail to them. So it's like, wow, 
Um, but no, you're exactly right. You know, um, we're working for monopoly money, and the banks are accessory to the crime because they're, um, you know, distributing counterfeit money. They're um, yes. making us believe that you know it's real money, and you know they're making us work for it. They also take billions of dollars um, from taxpayers every year because of the ridiculous fees they charge, and just because they can. And you know, those same banks are the ones that are um, bailing out the uh, Fortune 500 companies when they decide to file for bankruptcy. Um, and screw over their employees and everything. Um, but, um, yeah, if, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah um, definitely. Then, you know, what's crazy too. I'm happy you brought up the bank thing too. Think about this too. Uh, some of these banks won't, uh, let people use banks if they're a marijuana or weed company. Cause it's not legal federally, but yet, mm-hmm. uh, the, but people who are employing slaves are over the, uh, across the globe can use the banks. No, yeah, exactly. And um, I think that also, you know how you were talking a little bit about uh, child labor and, you know, um, basically, you know, illegal labor overseas. Um, why doesn't anybody really talk much about, I think you have touched on it um, on Twitter, but why doesn't anybody really talk about how Tesla uses child labor and, you know, the means that they have to do to go make their batteries? Nobody's really talking about that. Instead, we're just praising Elon Musk, which, you know, there is some right to, but at the same time, it's like, how can we praise somebody that, you know, is allowing that to happen if it is happening? Uh, I think the problem with that is, is uh, people don't know about it. Mm-hmm. If the me- People typically talk about and care about things the media puts right in front of them. Um, as much as people think that they're independent thinkers, they think for themselves, uh, you know, if you're not digging and doing your own research for the most part and, and pulling out this information, you're going to be repeating what's hot in the news that day, the same stuff everyone else is talking about. And uh, it's typically the media controls that on what, what people talk about, what gets the most attention, what goes viral. That's why I can't get jiggy with some of these public figures because there's a lot of important information. And I've seen people here tagging, 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 tagging these people, and they're not going to reshare it because they're owned. They have, mm-hmm. they have someone had to listen to. They all have handlers for the most part. If they're a, mega, a major name, they're getting their checks written by someone. They're not allowed to say certain things and share certain things because they are not representing necessarily themselves or representing who's ever funding them. So that that's why you don't hear certain things. And you know they see it. Their name's being tagged a whole bunch of times in something. You're going to try to act like you didn't see that. And that's why I want you guys to have a home here so when y'all can share, if you have something to share, put on the website. If you're in the, um, the, uh, the, our constitutionalist um, inbox, share it there when we'll all share it. But if you're writing stuff and putting it on the notpoliticalproperty.com uh, website, you're publishing that stuff, and we can share it on all our, our platforms to help get, a, get it out. So that's why I have it to where you guys can post. I would love to see y'all start posting. And if and if you have posted before, I've, I've changed your name to, I gave you a badge called contributor because you're contributing. Um, you're, you're more than just a member. And nothing wrong with just being a member. It's, it's great for, you know, people have their own things. But, yeah, definitely uh, check that out. I'm going to hit on to a few more grievances real quick that are kind of important and then um, talk about the... The solution is very obvious what the um, what they our forefathers went with. They went to, uh, yeah, we're going to have our own country, our own party, the solution for that. And then first we're going to look at, real quick, what our government has been doing is, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 
people want to say conspiracy this, nah, nah, nah. The government does create events so they can create laws to scare people with emotional pill so they can do whatever they want to. It's obvious. And regardless of which event you want to say was real or not real, they still do it. Even if they didn't invent it, they they they, they say never uh what's it say? Never leave a Guys, I am losing it. I even have I have not even had a beer today. I'm serious. So I don't know why I'm forgetting my words. Never let a, a crisis go to waste. There's the word. So let's let's go to 9/11, where they decided that we have to get inv- our privacy invaded at the airports. And if your your toes look jacked up, you have to take your shoes off, and everyone can take a look at everything in your bag. that can go and go through your stuff because someone. Uh, some people decided to use airplanes or commercial airlines to uh, cause a terrorist attack in our country. But instead of, you know, making sure terrorists aren't getting on our airplanes and things like that, instead we focus on the, on the regular human being, the regular American citizen who aren't doing those things every single day. If you want to go, that's one reason why I don't like flying. I don't like my privacy invaded. That's not, you need to go through my stuff. Why can I bring a shampoo bottle with me? That's bigger than what you you said. And then you throw it in the trash. That costs me money. If you're going to throw my stuff in the trash, you need to give me some money. Cash. No checks. I don't want your stuff bouncing. I want cash. You throw my stuff in the trash, you give me money. I understand that people can get creative and, and do certain things, but people aren't doing that on a regular basis. It's, it's, it comes to time when we punish evil people for doing evil things and stop treating everyone else like a criminal. These Our constitutional rights protect us from this. Now, it's more than just the airlines. They, they decided that, you know, they can um, violate different and, and tap into our phone calls. That's your private conversation. You have a right to your privacy. You don't need the government sit or listen to your phone calls. You know how strange it is if you're sitting and trying to, like, your husband's all the way in uh, New York and you're in California and you miss each other and then you're all having phone fun and then freaking feds are listening to you. And then they want to turn around and use against you like you're some crazy fiend. They were having weird sex talk. That's what they do. Or, or if you're sitting there talking about, um, man, that one, my, my friend Sally, she's a B-word. She sucks ass. Oh. And then they want recording it. Then later on, use it against you. Sally, don't trust her. She thinks you're a bitch. No, I was saying that in confidence. Why are you? Or just using it to say that you're a domestic terrorist. Period. That's because you don't agree with the government and what they say. And if we're having conversations like this, they can like, oh, they're, they're planning to, to, to turn on the government and tear it all down. No, that's not what we're talking about. But they're going to try to make it that way because people will fall for anything in the media. And got, got uh, things in our cell phones spying on us all the time. Oh, my gosh. These, these, are, these, are, these are serious grievances. It shouldn't be torturing, kidnapping, or putting anyone in detention. You shouldn't be, first of all, you're supposed to be considered innocent until proven guilty. You know, so this whole um, extortion and having to pay a bond to get out when you're innocent, or you have to sit there until your court day and not having speedy trials, that's illegal. They can't do that. Both parties are okay with it. Guess what? If one gets into power and the other one is the person who put it into place, I'm sorry, the other group put it into effect and the other party comes along and doesn't get rid of the unconstitutional thing, they're consenting. They're consenting. Heck, if, 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 uh, 
9-11 was actually orchestrated by the American government. If it was the case, they're the criminals. They're the terrorists. Why are you spying on American people? Spy on yourselves. You guys are the criminals. Uh, abuse of the Patriot Act. Several pro uh, provisions of the Patriot Act were set to expire at the end of 2005. First of all, she had never had an expiration date because it should have never started in the first place. Despite the opposition from across the political spectrum, more than 400 community and state resolutions expressing concerns about the Patriot Act, Congress reauthorized the law. That's Democrats and Republicans. Without reforming it, it's most flawed provisions to bring these extraordinary powers back in line with the Constitution. Since then, the Justice Department Inspector General found that the FBI has issued hundreds of thousands of national security letters, a majority of U.S. persons, many without any connection to terrorism at all. In 2007, September 2007, ACLU won a landmark victory with a judge struck down the national security level letter Provision of the Patriot Act because of the cost of statute limit, uh, statute violated both the first and separation of powers doctrine. The other thing I want to point out that is a grievance. These not elected government agencies, oh, by the way, they're armed. Like they have weapons are in a sense creating, uh, and, uh, Executing the law, enforcing unconstitutional laws. How is it the USDA has any jurisdiction over telling a small farmer how to run their business, their farm, and and then not having the same regulations that the the corporate farms have? Where where is that? Where where does that make any sense? First of all, that messes with life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Second of all. If it's not constitutional, it's not constitutional. Why are you guys creating laws and trying to tell farmers who actually know how to farm their land and to manage animals? How is it that the government, who has no background on that, decided to tell them how to take care of their animals or their land? I'm uh, guys. I, I I like myself personally. When when it comes down to these things, it's it just blows my mind. The ATF. So you create agencies to enforce unconstitutional laws and they're not elected officials. And, and you know what, you guys, the police department is a not elected uh, uh, agency as well. We have shared departments where you can vote for that. But if we're, if we're going to have agencies, oh, we got too many. I'm not saying the police need to go. But we have too many agencies. We need to make sure they're being trained properly because the police department does have to uphold their oath. Okay. They have an oath to hold the constitution. So make sure they're actually doing their job. Okay. Let's see here. Let's see. Is there anybody else? John's back. Let me add John. Cause we are going to close it out here in a second. And let me read what Joe said first. He said a few things. Uh, the problem is intentionally ignorant voters. They need that DR to know how to think. I think they are a problem. That's why I call them loyalists. Loyalists do aid <coughs> a tyrants. Next thing that Joe said is uh, uh, Republicans and Dems will leave my door happy. I'm actually curious what, what you mean by that. 
And then next we have, I'm going to write an article in your site, Donnie. Heck yeah, Joe. Definitely. Please do. Um, beloved, welcome back. I still haven't seen you up here. I mean, uh, I'm not going to call you Miss Jefferson. But I'm, just, I'm just curious. I still want to know about this. Are we still on King George's grievances? Oh, we're talking about America's grievances right now. I was just going to give a few examples of theirs. I put the um, transcript, the Declaration of Independence oh. in the comment section. And then we've already dis- we've been discussing some of here in America. Like I said, you guys, I'm going to write my own version uh, of Declaration of Independence from the Democrat and Republican Party. Um, it's going to be in the same kind of outline as the Declaration of Independence. I just want to really point out how important and why it matters um, to us right now in this day as it being a very valuable document to get our country back. Hey, John. Hey, Donnie. Yeah, um, the one that uh, uh, that I also wanted to mention was Grievance 11, you know, about having a standing army without the consent of our legislatures. Uh, you know, our our founding fathers were scared to death of the military and for good reason. You know, in the, in their day and age, you know, the military, the British military was used as heavy handed police, so to speak. You know, in, mm-hmm. in the American colonies, they kicked people out of their own homes. They stole they stole them for their own lodgings. Uh, the founding fathers therefore decided to legally hamstring the military by placing it under civilian control to avoid a military dictatorship, which was a brilliant move. And they also strictly controlled the size of it during peacetime so it wouldn't be a menace to the people. Now, the problem is, and you touched on this, the deep state knows all of this. They know that the use of the military on domestic soil is strictly prohibited. Prohibited. Uh, they also know the military can be a massive threat to the way they do business. So they, they, they went and created their own military, so to speak, one that really very few people know about. Um, the deep state now has vast armies of militarized police under its control. And, and these government agency operatives are actually larger in number than the United States military and possess equipment like helicopters and airplanes, drones, fully automatic weapons, heavily armored, blast-resistant armored vehicles, uh, full-body armor, explosives, federal powers of arrest and apprehension. And, uh, you know, it, the above sounds like the description of an army, right? And it is. Uh and, uh, you know, and some of these departments that, that use this type of thing are departments like the Energy Department, the U.S. Forest Service, the Education Department has, has such a force, and so does the Treasury. And why any of those departments require armored vehicles is beyond, beyond me, other than it's uh, a thinly veiled ploy to keep what amounts to a standing army on our soil. Exactly, you know, and this is exactly what our founders wanted to avoid. Uh, but you know, this is what's happening now, and people and and few people realize this that that this is actually occurring. Uh, this is supposed to be illegal, and uh, yeah. and so you know, militarized police and government agencies are a direct creation of the deep state, and so uh, when you add that plus to the deep state eyes and ears. You know, like the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, and so on. 
you know, the grievances and, and, and you know, again, the, this, the, this is all unconstitutional. But, the, you know, they find these ways of getting around it, and that's reality today. So, and that's strictly, you know, in grievance, 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 excuse me, grievance 11 is important in that fact because that's, that's what that's about. So something like that doesn't happen, but yet it's happened. And, uh, you know, the Patriot Act to me was one of the worst pieces of legislation ever done, if not the worst. Uh, and 9-11 kicked that off. And uh, there's many theories as to how all this tied together. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that's the situation we're in now. So, and, you know, we need our arms more than ever because this, oh, is, yeah. this is a very threatening menace. And this is real. And these are armies that our agencies have that are larger than our own military, and they are on our soil. So, yeah, I don't know if y'all saw it, but I posted on Twitter a screenshot that Fox News had posted an article. Uh, filmmaker Michael Moore continues to call for a Second Amendment to be repelled. You don't yeah. need a gun. Um, the reason why I'm talking about this screenshot is because Chen, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's a China State affiliated media. Um, said I agree, and then, like okay, that's right there. What, like, what more do y'all need? The CCP agrees. Go ahead, unarm yourselves. I dare ya. Yeah, please do it. Like, think about that, guys. Well, if the well, CCP agrees, then it's probably no good. Whenever people have been disarmed, I mean, I I, I touched on this in one year. I mean, there's always been uh, the government just taking very abusive control of the people and and actually doing a lot of killings you know like in australia this is what's unbelievable when they had when they lost their guns i think violent crime went up like ten thousand percent or something like that it's it's you know it's madness and that's happened wherever uh you know people have been disarmed and then the government Mm -hmm. so abusive i mean you look at how australia treated its citizens during covid for example i mean that, that that wouldn't happen here Right, not now. Now that we're armed, but you know, in Canada, I mean, that was that was just unbelievable witnessing that as well, and uh, and you know, like even in China, as we all know, and in Germany and so on, when people were disarmed, I mean, we know what happened. How communist dictators took over and Mao yeah. starved fifty million of his people to death. You know, I mean, but what can you do, right? And and they know this, and they're you know, the Second Amendment is. Is like the last, I mean, we, you know, it, it just has to be protected. And so, um, but yeah, that's the reality. I mean, we, we are facing an army that is bigger than our own military on our soil right now. And these are the agencies that I mentioned that have that. And it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's scary, but I mean, yeah. it's reality. Wanderer put in the comment section that Department of Agriculture put in a government contract order for three APCs. Several yeah. thousands of rounds of 5.56 ammunition and about 400 AR-15 a few years back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Wanderer, you did me a big favor. Do you have a link to that you can add into the comment section? And can you also send to me on Twitter in our inbox, please? Wait, you're not in there. I think you... No, you are in there. Can you send an inbox to us, please, with that information? Because that sounds really important to the thing I'm planning on discussing on Monday. I was saying Monday or Friday, but what I'm discussing... On Friday, I want to have more time to do more research. And on Monday, we'll be discussing something. We'll be discussing the Department of Agriculture on Monday and death. 
Um, real quick, thank you so much, John, for coming up here again and dropping your gems as normal. I'm going to go ahead and uh, discuss the um, resolution. It's very simple. Like I said, uh, I, I, we need to declare a declaration of independence from the Democrat and Republican Party. But I mean to abolish the entire party system because they're going to infiltrate like little viruses and go somewhere else and do what they're doing. But I believe that America can have a lot of uh, salvation from those grievances that we've been having. These parties have um, created these grievances, these abuses, um, and they've been doing it for a long time. You know, originally when I've been talking about on the shows, I talk about how Democrat Party has been around for 200 years, almost 200 years. Republican Party has been around for 174 years. I'm going to take that back. Um, they've been around for much longer than that. They've been around since James Adams became president. The, the first president we had, Washington, was an independent. The rest were in the parties. So um, the Federalists, the Democratic Republican Party, uh, they're here. <laughs> it's, it's right now. And um, it's just the illusion that you can vote between the two. They're the one, they're one party. And this one party has caused a lot of problems in our country ever since they've decided that they're going to go back and forth and fight. All this does with the party system is divide the country. And when we're divided, it's so much easier to conquer and rule over us. And if you can't see that right now, then I don't know what you're looking at because these parties are not helping at all. It doesn't matter what party it is, they're going to get infiltrated. All this money has been in these parties forever. I don't even know how you can go and research how much money these people have. And if you think a new party or independent's going to win based off that, we can. The people have to do it, but they have a nice uh, soft cushion advantage. But we have to fight it. And then one of the good ways we can do that is by getting rid of these parties. Um, and that's my whole thing. My, that's my call to action is once I have the article... Um, I'm going to have a PDF version of the Declaration of Independence because it's free, so everyone has access to it. And I'm also going to have it self-published so you can buy a physical copy of it when it comes out. But, you guys, it's been great as normal, and I will see you all tomorrow with Shaka. I might actually literally see you tomorrow because on Facebook Live at 7 o'clock, you know, me and Shaka will be talking a little bit about my background and why and how I got into all this and then we're going to finish up over here and call in at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time as normal um, but we'll get to see my face and uh, I'll be a little sweaty um, because the garage is hot but that's where we record at <laughs> so uh, real quick Joe says do you feel like chatting in spaces after this it's uh, more stable for me uh, yeah, we can uh, hear in a few. Like, give me uh, about 30 minutes and we can hop on Twitter spaces. But, yeah, guys, I'm going to go ahead and close out our anthem. Uh, God bless you guys. And bye. Wait a minute. Why can't I hear this? What's going on? Hold on. It's turned up. Why can't I hear it? Hold on. I want to end this anthem. Why can I not hear that one playing? Let's see. I might not be able to do it, but I didn't touch anything else besides the soundboard, I don't think. Hold on. Well, this is awkward.
Maybe I messed with the cord. Nope. Nope, that's still attached. That's still attached. I don't know. Well, so here's what's going to happen. Uh, we're not going to play the anthem this time to close this out because I'm not for sure what I did wrong to why, why I cannot hear the anthem on my end. But you guys know what it is. Well, you guys have a great rest of your evening. God bless you guys, and bye.